0: It's a grizzly.
1: Should we get out of here?
0: No. We're going to watch and listen.
1: Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Grizzly on the Hunt. With the local news reports of Bigfoot and Dogman and more, welcome coast to coast and around the world. We have a group of panel here. Uh, we'll go around and introduce everybody. We'll start with Chris. Welcome. How are you doing, Chris? Good. How are you doing? Tell about yourself. Hello, Crazy Witch.
2: That means Chris. I'm a crazy
1: witch? Okay. No, Crazy Witch is here. So I was saying hello to Crazy Witch. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Catch Gotcha. Uh, I'm uh, Chris from Mid Florida Bigfoot Research Team in and, uh, and Tampa. And I'm uh, just here to join and sharing some stories and, and insights.
1: All right, Mike.
3: Mike Scott, uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Uh, I have the Understanding Bigfoot podcast um, here on YouTube. And uh just uh, about three um three years and four months into this uh, crazy world um and and i'm enjoying it
1: oh incredible sonia
4: <laughs> hi um yeah i'm just um I have a family of bigfoots living on my property and among other things so I'm just
5: lucky. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? <laughs> <that's
4: not> <laughs> among other oh, things. Yeah. So
5: I'm So just, what we lucky. did is, is we
1: actually <laughs> went out yeah, and, uh, right? I know. Among other things. Right? So I'm So what we did is we went to talk about I know, we know stuff among other things. So what is going on out there in the world? I Florida
5: and uh among things. Down yeah. what, what
1: is going
5: oh, out I don't hear any feedback
1: you I don't uh, uh, a bunch of different feedback, guys. I've hearing a bunch of different feedback testing testing one two three hello
4: i thought i did that i thought that was my phone going crazy and i like i went out the studio and everything i guess that wasn't me no it sounds better
3: now yes
1: Maybe it was Grizzly or well, Chris jumped off. Maybe it was Chris. Who knows? It happens. Now we look like we're in tunnel vision. So let me fix that. So what's going on in your world, Mike? Anything? Well, new? I'll tell you what.
3: We I'm a high school teacher by trade and teach high school English good? here in southeast Missouri. And we have, thankfully, about four and a half more weeks of school. And it's summer break.
1: nice oh wow summer break love it nice. yes love it love it so what about uh bigfoot so you have been researching bigfoot now and uh so what's been going on with that
3: okay i currently we, we currently a friend of mine uh, kyle miller and i currently have a project going on um about sixty miles to the northwest of where I live in Cape Girardeau over in the um kind of in the in the uh beginnings of the Mark Twain National Forest region in the uh Ozarks of southern Missouri. Uh Kyle has a has a farm over there, little farm, mini farm, and he has a family like Sonia has. He has a family living on his property and and has kind of discovered this in the past year. And um, we we kind of connected with each other, and um, I would basically share with him what I learned from you guys um, and all the people out there doing these different podcasts and through the network that we have through this. And then what I also learned in the field. And we set up a gifting program uh, this winter and are continuing it. Uh, they also helped themselves to some of his uh, greenhouse products and stuff like that from time to time. But we set up a gifting program specifically for the family. And uh, I'm getting out there every couple of weeks to help fill the bucket, go look at things and and stuff like that. We're getting some interesting results, some very positive results from the Sasquatch family. But I'm looking forward to Saturday because I'm going over this Saturday and I'll be uh, in The night out there for the first time, and and try to get some good interactions and, and uh, sightings and stuff like that. Because that's when they come do their stuff in the farm. Really? Are you nervous at all, or? Yeah. Really, uh, because um, Kyle interacts with them all the time. There's this yeah. juvenile male that's about seven and a half foot tall now. That that he is got the nerve to the point to where now he is you know when Kyle's out working the greenhouse at night the door and 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 shadow him side by side when Kyle and I first started talking the shadowing was done behind trees at about 30 yards away so that's how comfortable they can have kind of got with each other Kyle still gets a little nervous with it and there's a and, and this one has a mom and a dad and a little brother and then there's a baby involved and and Stuff like that, but um, so I'm looking forward to just go kind of sit and chill and watch and observe and and I'm I'm okay with it because they haven't hurt the Miller family in a year and a half. I I assume they won't hurt me either.
1: That is wild, Sonia. Now Sonya. I say that <laughs>
5: thing,
1: right. Yeah. What what really got me was when Scott says a year and a half. So <laughs> what was before that year and a half? Uh, i didn't want to ask but but now sonya's got the same thing am i right
4: yeah i do i do i have a family I'm, and i and oh, i've lived out here all my life though but like um if you like if you have a good interaction with them i mean there's no reason to not think that that it's not going to be any other thing than good especially with them leaving gifts and stuff so they become pretty comfortable with each other and i really do think that bigfoot kind of like he Like, if he trusts you, then he trusts your choice on who you bring into the woods, too. And that's just a feeling I have.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, it's strange. I,
2: what, what do you think about this, Chris? I think you'd be lucky to have a, a Bigfoot family in your backyard, I guess. It's not not every day something like that occurs. But, um, you know, I think they, they sense what your, your intentions are. So I think Mike would probably be fine going out there in the middle of the night. You know, it's always something that can make you a little bit nervous, but um at the same time I'm sure they 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 just sense what you're about and what, what you're doing there, you know what I mean? You're not bringing them harm, so I don't think there'd be any anything to worry about.
1: Uh you know, I, if I, I, I could interject, ahead,
3: Chris, just yeah, a second.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely.
3: That I been observed filling their food bucket on on multiple occasions actually the, the the very first time i actually observed that seven and a half foot tall juvenile peeking around the tree at about 40 yards um, and, and so i he he know, he knows i'm out there they know i'm out there with kyle filling that bucket up every couple of weeks and they like the food that we that we're putting in it because they eat it and and um you know the treats and different things like that so so i i i feel like i'll be at ease in that situation i'm i'm, I'm not worried at all
4: bribery is good <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not well, like you're have- feeding alligators here you know if you're feeding alligators in florida it's a bad thing because they get used to people and they get a little not scared of people and then uh, eventually they decide to make you food instead of the food to feed them uh, after they get big enough, but yeah, you're not dealing with that kind of situation here. You're dealing with the, something else entirely. So,
1: but Chris, you hear about this all the time that you know people have these creatures on their property for generations, and they grew up with them, like Sonia, mm-hmm. like Kyle. Sure. They they walk with them throughout the woods. I'm not saying hands at hands, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, crazy witch, right? Or Sean, sure. hey Sean. I'm not saying anything like that. And no, I'm not gonna feed the dog man. Are you nuts? I'm not that crazy.
4: <laughs> he's you know, hungry. It's too. Not one these,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not one of these moments, Sean. I'm it's gonna be like they, they, hey, hold they,
3: me here. Yeah, they've you know, got they've gotta eat as well. <laughs>
4: I mean, I can't I can't imagine the dog man being much different than a Sasquatch. I mean, he's just he's just out there vibing too. I
5: mean,
1: I'm down with that, but I mean but you imagine, like I said on the other show, there are people out here, 20, 30, 40 years, walking these woods from coast to coast, just dreaming, just to have a glance, to catch an image of this creature. And then we come across people that is just like, oh, I got them out here every day. And we feed them and we see them and they peep around the tree and they play games with us. And, you know, it, it's it's nothing. And it's just amazing. It really is. And, uh, you know, I I hear reports all the time from coast to coast. Uh, I I hear a lot of good reports. And unfortunately, uh, you know, just like in customer service, you hear more of the negative reports than you do the good reports, right? Uh, Right. That's just the way the beast of the nature. And, uh, you know, people's perceptions can be wrong, unfortunately. Uh, Now, I'm not the type that's going to tell Sonia or Mike Scott to hold my beer. I'm going to go ride this lion and see if it's going to let me ride around in a circle like a pig. Hell no, I'm not going to do that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not going to trust that lion or anything. But, you know, uh, people say that they do know your intentions before you come into the woods. So, yes, do they have... Uh, some kind of vibration level, uh, they have to. Uh, They have to sense something. They're animals. Animals sense something.
4: They're always the first to know what animals are.
1: (laughs) Well, you're right. You know, dogs smell fear, right? They can tell fear. And a gorilla
4: can smell 60 times more powerful than what a, a deer can smell. And a deer can smell like, I don't know, like 30 times better than what a human can smell. Or something like that, you know. So you can just imagine, like, just being able to just if your body, um, if your body chemistry changes, you know, when you're nervous, you have a smell. When you're when you're when you're scared, you have a different smell. Your body produces different, like, you know, pheromones.
1: And yes, stuff that, that is that is correct.
4: Yes, yeah, so they're going they're to and yeah. know you're nervous. <laughs> <If> you're <laughs> and they're right. going to be like, "Why is yeah. this person yeah. nervous, nervous. nervous in of I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, you're absolutely correct. Even more than uh, that, have,
4: I mean, I don't know. But I mean, they're really, they're really, smart. They're, they're. I mean, they're the, they're the. You know, the king's of hide and seek. I mean, they're so smart. If they, if they won't allow you to see them unless they allow you to see them. You know.
1: And that and that brings up another point, Mike Scott and Chris, is that how can all four of us be in in the same spot and looking at one? sasquatch peeking around a tree and only two of us or one of us can see it out of out of us how is that possible can anybody answer that because i've heard that before
4: it's the way your eyes work your eyes you see everything inverted so you have to your first your eyes have to invert what you're seeing and then your brain just feels actually fills in the rest of it So there's a lot of that. Like I think they use that to your advantage, and people's eyes all focus wrong. Some people don't want to see things, so their mind will just block that right around. Like, nope, didn't see a thing. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of different reasons why other people can't see something that's there in front of them. Because I mean, you know, the mind is very powerful.
3: Another thing is they camo very well with the forest, obviously, and just like. Two people could be looking at a deer across the field. And if that deer is not moving, one person might be able to see it, and the other one may not be able to see it yet because it's it is too blended in until it moves. And, yeah. You know, these, point. And these That's guys, point. they get behind those trees and they peek around those trees and their and their hair is, is a very similar color to the tree and blends in with the woods so well. And unless you really kind of pick that movement up and see that movement. It is very difficult to see. That's why so many people, in taking their pictures in the woods, they don't realize that there is a Sasquatch in the picture until after they go back and look at it. Everybody else points it out for them. Hey, look at that right there. There, you know. There, you know. And there you see a blended in head with a couple of eyes and a nose and a mouth around the tree that you thought at first glance may have just been a knot on the
4: well, do you remember back in the 90s and stuff? They used to have those pictures where you put the picture up to your face, and you would slowly pull it back, and you would unfocus your eyes, and you could see what was in the picture.
1: Oh yeah,
4: that yeah. I have a theory about them using camouflage like that because when they step into trees and, like you said, behind those, like in those, to the shadows, your depth perception and your brain and your eyes again, they're doing that inverted thing, and then your brain's trying to fill it in. It can't, feel, it can't feel certain spots in. And I think the Bigfoots use that to their advantage to be able to move around the forest and not be seen.
1: Well, I mean, that, that could that could make sense now. You know, one of the things okay. I do bring up, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Sean, and this is not a trick question, and Chris knows this, and I believe uh, Mr. Scott does, you know, what color is a polar bear? A lot of people don't know this question or the answer to it. It's black. That's right. A polar bear is not white. The polar bear retracts light around its body. So whatever the surrounding is, is what color the polar bear is. The actual polar bear color is black. So when people say that they actually have you know, allegedly Sasquatch hair and they put underneath the microscope and they hit light with it and it reflects it, retracts it and bounces off. They freak out. They're like, we, we can't look at it. You it know, actually, it, it actually comes
2: off looking scaly and looking kind of clear.
5: Yeah, yeah. translucent, it, right? It'll, yes.
3: Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That is correct. You know, over, over here in the Missouri Ozarks, the old timers called him the blue man of the Ozarks.
4: They call him the big gray thing here.
3: Because most sightings were at dusk and the way the dusk sun hit that hair, it kind of created a blue tint through that translucency. And they referred to him as the blue man of the Ozarks. Wow.
4: Uh, the, the one here got seen a lot early morning, um, like dusk. People would see uh, see him out in their like their gardens all the time right as early morning would come, they'd see him out the window and the, he got the name, the big gray thing. And that's what like, both of my great grandmothers on my mom's side and um, one on my dad's side, um, both talked about the big gray thing. And that's what they called it here for years. And I've seen them. They're all like, they're different colors. If you've seen them, if you've ever been in the forest with them and they're, they're around you, like they are different colors, but they can just, they can just shift in, in, just like I said, shift into shadows or behind trees and stuff, and it just like your eyesight just can't keep up with them and the way they move. It's so weird. <laughs> like even for me, you know, like being out there with them all the time, watching them. Like it's 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 difficult for me when I know it was there a second ago, and even they they can disappear on me, and they have. I mean, and I know they're still they're still right there where they were, or maybe they're not. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, but the, you know the sound comes back. I don't know. So it's it's tricky.
1: but what do you do with those reports? And I know Scott and Chris, I mean, you heard of them where you're out there in the woods and it sounds like an elephant's running towards you. And next thing you know, you hear (sighs) go right by you and you don't see nothing. I mean, what is that? You get the wind off of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) right. I mean, how can you explain that? I mean, you hear reports about that all the time. And they tell you that I felt the ground shaking. Right. I mean, what are your thoughts?
2: I, I personally think there's, there's some level of supernatural to them. There's, there's just something more to them than just a big giant ape walking around the woods. Really, I mean, For how sure. could something so big be so elusive?
4: Yeah. <laughs> I know, I, I, I mean,
5: think,
2: of, think about it. Or, yeah. or I have encounters, and we have many people have talked about they dip back behind a tree, they're doing the, the peekaboo, but you never see anything walk off from the tree and then it's just gone. I mean, something walks away, even if it's behind a tree, eventually it's going to veer left or veer right. You'll see it, and just like any other animal or any other person, but no, they just vanish, boom.
4: Well, I had an instance one night where I had one of the like I was with um I was with a couple of people and we were just walking at night because it's just what we did and one of my neighbor's our coon dogs or hunting dogs got loose and we could we could hear the dog like barking and coming through the forest like running you know and it ran across the creek run up because we was walking on the road with uh, him up behind my neighbor's house and come up to the road and was walking with us. and he was like all right and they was like uh whose dog and I was like it's my neighbor's dog. Because I didn't bring any of my dogs with me because we were going to walk pretty much through, like, where I know the Bigfoots were at. Because that's what we were doing. And uh, we didn't want to bring my dogs with me because it's really distracting. when It's really hard to hear things around you when you have another animal around you walking. And um, we got on up the road and we got up to the top of this hill and and there was a Bigfoot and he's standing there. And when we walked up, like, he just steps into the forest. And didn't make, you could hear the stick breaks where he stepped into like the the edge line or the edge of the forest there And not another sound. I'm talking about like Nothing, no sound, nothing. We all saw it and the dog saw it and the dog was like, I was like, oh Pete, the dog immediately just ran after him When the dog got to the edge of the forest right there where, where he stepped in There was no sound. The dog had disappeared. The sound had disappeared don't know where the dog went. Um, He appeared back about three days later. I think the neighbor found him on the other side of the ridge. I have no idea. That was one of those things that I never could. And that's why I had, like, I have a theory about portals and things like that. But, like, that's one of the reasons why I think because if you've ever been in that. And it wasn't just the Saswatch that stepped into the woods and made no sound. The dog also followed him, and he didn't make a sound either. So what was that? And then the dog was like, you know three miles on the other side of the ridge a couple of days later, which could happen, but yeah. but the dog disappeared in yeah. front of us as well. So
1: Now, that's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting, because, you know, there have been theories about portals, you know, about 411 missing people in parks and stuff, and uh, people lose track of time in woods and, you know, being disoriented, you know, on other shows and encounters with that, and I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just interesting. Uh I don't know what to take on it. Yeah, I mean, you hear about them all the time. You know, Sean says there's a good video of a skunk ape in the south, maybe Mississippi or Louisiana guy filmed it from behind the thing, was squatting in the water in his cypress grove pulling. Yeah, I remember that one. He was yeah, something up, yeah. 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 I mean he freaked him out. I freaked me out too. I, I would run. Yeah, it was bark off the tree and tossing it over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. But I had an article uh, I pulled up, and I don't know. If I, it, I'm very with me. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to share a screen here. Uh, I don't know where it went to. Uh, let me try this here. Hit this button here. And it's not Here's that one. There we, go. there we go. Oh, not that one. Let me hit that button one more time. Not that one. Let me hit this one. <laughs> get hit this other one here. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I got this other screen here. Uh, so this one right here, uh, this one was investigated by the FBI. This was very interesting. Now, this is a little bit older one. This was back in November 22. Uh, so last year, uh, Bigfoot footage shows that uh, it was a huge black figure a guy was filming. now why in the world would the fbi be involved in the sodding of a bigfoot somebody explain that to me good question (laughs) now so the guy it says here it says the footage shows a huge black figure with super long arms moving about in a wooded area as with these things, the footage isn't exactly the clearest, which it never is, ladies and gentlemen, but definitely some kind of weird creature hanging around there, you know, just like the peekaboo thing. But according to the Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot input, the man said he first thought it was a friend playing a prank, little Johnny, you know, drunk in a suit, causing havoc in hell. But once he saw the length of its arms and how it moved from tree to tree, he quickly grabbed his daughter, ran back inside. He said he got his gun and his dog went back outside. And the creature is gone. Now the videotape that he shared on social media, of course, got baffled and, in it got questioned like it always does. Right? Everybody's going to crucify him. But then the FBI gets involved. Now, why would the FBI be so interested in this footage?
4: Maybe he was maybe that one was missing from one of their facilities, you know, you could you, if these creatures are any kind of like what we think um being able to like um move through time and space or whatever they're doing. I mean, you would want to capture that and, you know, you know, use that. <laughs> you never know. So they could it could have been it could have been an escapee. <sighs>
1: I don't know. See, stuff doesn't add up. Now, <laughs> uh, somebody called 911 and I can hear this. 911, what's your emergency? I see a Bigfoot. Send send the police. Send the FBI. You gonna, you gonna, you they gonna will never, they'll never
4: out. say Bigfoot out here. It's always an yeah. intruder dressed up yeah. as an ape or something. Like you, like when stuff comes in, I, like we've had a couple of like people call nine one one around here. And I guess they told the dispatch that it was Sasquatch, but the staff, like the dispatch refused to tell the police that's what it was. So they would just like you know, not tell the police like what the caller said and just make up something like, oh, it was a it was a it was a tall intruder that looked hairy,
1: like you know, I don't know, it's weird. Well, here's another one. Uh, you know, now I know law enforcement actually has code words for Bigfoot and dog man. Uh researchers thinks he solves Bigfoot mystery and, and he thinks he can do the math. Now, I mean, you can read this, and this is just out here on Google's ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you can actually blow your screen up and it talks about it. And, and these things, you know, he told the telegraph, he spotted a three foot whatever, and it goes on. And he talks about these things and this, I mean, it's wild. And these things have been reported all up in the news. And these are actual newspaper and articles. The Huffington Post. Uh, there's some goes back to 2021. Uh, Bigfoot Days 2023. Uh, East Park Trail Gazette. And these are these are like uh, the local papers in small town. And if you notice, you know, some of these were uh, inclement weather when they were seen. You know, one day ago. Let's let's click on the photo gallery. Let's see what comes up. Hopefully, it's nothing bad. <laughs> so, you know There uh,
5: you know,
1: we go uh, That's okay So this was an event that was held But, you know What do people report In the newspaper You know, how do they report that Skunk ape sighting show space in Mississippi MSN.com In a remote it's area funny. Picture surface online You know, buzzing they, with experience they- Take my trail cam,
3: but my experience has been when you read those media articles that the media makes a mockery out of it. Yep they don't they don't take the person reporting it seriously and they make a mockery out of the whole Bigfoot phenomenon or whatever you want to call it and try to make fun of the people actually coming out and and, and they have no clue what's going on at Sonia's house or what's going on down here and over here in Madison County, Missouri, they have no clue about that. And and if we actually report some legitimate stuff, they try to make, turn around and make a mockery out of it. So I, yeah, I, I don't pay too much attention. I, I'll see that stuff and I'll kind of look at it. It gets kind of disheartening in a little bit um, be, because of that. I will. Now what I'm going to try to do, Chris Grizzly is, a local article here in uh, Cape Girardeau is, is I'm going to try to get, this, get a copy of this article. I can get a copy of it and send it to you about a, a family legacy like Sonia had them on their family. Uh, I recently met the, the, the grandson of the original um, owner of the, of, the, of the farm over in Madison County. He had lunch with him one day. Uh, talking about that and there is an article posted... prize me and I'll uh, um, I'll get that here in the next day or two and I'll share it with you
1: yeah I would love that and, and know, then we can
3: we can put we can talk about that
1: yeah ladies and gentlemen if you're watching the show and you know stuff and you want to tell your story tell us I'll bring you on the show you don't have to show your face you can change your name. It gives you the option, you know, you can do what you want. Tell us what's going on in your part of the world. You know, paranormal guys, four cats in the house, he's got stories, you know. I mean, he's been on, you know, expeditions and has weird, strange events that happens, you know, out there in the woods that are unexplained. You know, he's got his own uh, team. Yes, things happen that are unexplainable. Uh, and there's a lot of things that don't make the news because, like Mike Scott says, they make a mockery of you. And, you know, I mean, I'm here looking at this big screen next to me. And yes, you know, but when you see the FBI get involved, what in the world why the FBI gets involved? I have no idea. It doesn't say why. Now, that's to me. I
4: it's that cover up thing, you know they really in in a way they know the government knows they're there, but they don't want anybody accidentally discovering one, and you know that'll that'll ruin a lot of things for a lot of a lot of companies like you know the lumber yards and whatnot
3: <laughs> wow, <laughs> they don't really uh...
4: want you to find one.
3: Yeah. I'm so, gonna, I'm gonna uh, defer my comments, Chris, about the FBI. What I think about the FBI's involvement for fear of becoming on that missing 411 list afterwards. You ain't lying <laughs> because honey, they will knock my show off
1: the air and they've done it before. And I and somebody knows that's on here listening has been already been contacted by once by a three-letter agency about me. So yeah. Gigi, the topic's new to me. I'm looking forward to listening. Yes. Uh, We're talking about anything cryptic-related, Bigfoot, Dogman, any sightings, any news reports, stories, encounters, anything. Uh, Chris, Chris, here's a question for you. Have you seen that video of a skunk ape in a swamp going behind a rip barking off a tree? Yeah, yeah. That's the one we was talking about earlier. Yeah, where he was ripping the bark off. Yeah, we've seen that. Absolutely. And I think that's a real video. Grizzly thinks that's the real deal. I do not think that that was made up. I don't, do not think that was in a costume. I think that was a guy out there just doing his darn little old thing, and he heard something, and he had a camera, and he was being sneaky, and he about crapped his pants when he actually saw what it was, and he freaked out, and he ran like hell. And he did not look back. So, yes, I think it was real, Chris or Sean. Uh, Paranormal guys, some of us aren't afraid to tell the truth. You know, well, this one guy, paranormal guys, did tell the truth, and they shut down and took all of his YouTube videos. When he was a kid, he came out and told the truth about how he got attacked, how he used to play with the juvenile. He even named it Mike. Then he beat his chest. He got attacked by it. So, yes. It, it, are they being censored? Yes, they are. To what extent? I don't know. Just Sean. like UFOs,
2: right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah then, then they come out in a minute eventually. So I was like, ahead. they did.
4: And they did it during the pandemic, right. so nobody would even notice. And, like, you can ask people about that, and they don't remember nothing about that. I'm like, you don't remember?
2: Yeah. Right,
1: right. <laughs> that's Sean, why we don't tell you.
4: people stuff, because it's people that won't remember. They don't even care.
1: What do, you, what do you want, Sean? Do you want me to play that video? Is that what it is? I'll find it. Hold on. I'll find it here. Let me go up here and pull it on another screen. I don't know what to look for. Bigfoot pulling bark off. Uh, let me try Bigfoot. Bigfoot I don't think
4: in the I'm swamp.
1: Gonna... Yeah, Bigfoot <laughs> in the swamp. There you go. Bigfoot in swamp.
4: You have to be very specific with those search engines.
1: I didn't do it on YouTube, Daniel. I think I did it on Google. That's no telling what I'm going to pull up now. Let's see here. But it is an interesting video. And I think that video is probably five or seven years old, Chris, roughly. Is that about right, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: it's probably a few years. Probably like right that. around there. Mike, have you seen it? I believe I have. Um, but I don't know exactly the the name of it or um, how yeah, you yeah, find yeah. it. But I do Mike believe I've seen that show. video. And my concurrence is with you, Grizzly, that, that it's a legitimate video. Um, I, I probably, yeah. While you're looking for that or, or playing around with it, Sean commented earlier uh, in the comments about somebody seeing a white uh, Bigfoot in Rhode Island. We've had a handful of spottings in Missouri of a white Bigfoot, including one that my my sister I witnessed who co-hosts uh, of Understanding Big, Bigfoot with me. We've got a whole program about her sighting. um, you can find it on the channel um, where she just give a very specific description of what the white Sasquatch looked like.
4: There's a white, gray female that's out here. I think she's the oldest one. She even has white eye shine.
3: Okay, that's cool. Riz,
4: I
1: just
2: sent you the link.
1: Now, what did you do to bring that up? You type in Bigfoot, skunk ape, tearing apart tree. All right, let me type that in. Bigfoot,
2: skunk ape. I see big Bud. tree in Mississippi yeah. swamp.
5: Big butt.
2: <laughs> Okay. Tree. Mm-hmm. I sent it in the private chat
3: as well. well my-
4: <laughs> Just copy the link.
3: Yeah, Hensley, Hensley sent the link. Let me, uh,
1: yeah. That, uh, right there in the
3: private chat will make it easy for you hello
1: ladies and gentlemen let me just click on the link here
5: I got you let me bring you
1: over to the other screen hold up and let me pause it and let me rewind it yeah like thanks gentlemen ladies and gentlemen I appreciate that let me me rewind it I don't know why I was doing that see I'm kind of slow ladies and gentlemen you gotta bear with me here for a minute (laughs) All right, let me come back to La La Land. Let me close this browser out. I'm not used to using two big screens. So, all right, here we go. Share screen. <laughs> go ahead and laugh. That's right. That's right. That's right. Chris is like oh, unbelievable. <laughs> all right, now, oh, I got to hear that, the audio button because there should be audio with this. All right. Yeah. Hey, can, hey. uh, can, can I blow it up anymore?
2: No, it looks like it's on the shorts. I don't know. YouTube shorts.
1: I don't hear any audio. Hold up. There's the volume right there. That's it. There's no audio on that one. But that's the video, ladies and gentlemen. The guy was walking and uh, he actually filmed it. And if you hear the see if you can find the audio one, Chris, where he's freaking out. Because he he is. He's actually freaking out filming it. And it stands up or does something and he just loses his crap. There it is, right there. He starts to stand up.
2: Yeah, I don't
1: think I've there. I i do not think I've seen the whole audio where he stands up and runs. Yeah, unless that starts over. So there's no volume down here on this one.
4: Well, at the front of the video, it's pretty light. It's just cricket noises, and all you can hear is the bark snapping. So he's not said anything yet. At the very beginning,
1: yeah. But it shows him walking in the woods, and or the swamp or whatever you want to call it.
2: But uh, uh, here's a whole news report on it. But I don't know. He'd see. have to probably find the part. Now we the audio on that one.
1: That's i was hoping to have like the other videos down below it or something similar you know what i'm saying i never forget when that first came out remember that one where they found the skull and everybody thought that was the real bigfoot skull in the mud the guy faked it and it was all that stuff. Oh well, that was fake. Yeah. Well, yeah, in Canada. So but no, no, ladies and gentlemen, I really do think that was a real video. Uh I wish we had audio and video on that one. Uh you know, no matter what what type of video and audio you have, it's never going to be wait a minute, Is this it right here? I think this is
2: it. Another shorts yeah audio nice i sent, i sent you one grizz it's a different link but it's kind of like kind of 12 minute flipping you have to fast forward in to about nine yeah, minutes we can fast forward it.
4: if you're a homeowner in kentucky That's and easy. you're still paying for your electricity love and i've got okay. some big news for you i don't even hear
1: any audio just
4: on. weeks ago the federal
0: government the solar investment credit, an average of thirteen thousand dollars to install. Morning, when
2: you believe in things that you don't believe then you suffer. And it starts about nine fifteen or so. But do you hear audio though? Yeah,
1: we were at least. Most of the world. Let me go back and. Uh, if you're a homeowner in
0: Kentucky and Make you're. Make
1: sure I hit uh, hit the audio button. I can hear audio. Can you all hear? Sonya can you hear audio?
4: Uh yeah, I could. I could hear all of that. All the commercials and all.
3: Yeah, yeah, we could hear the commercials.
4: That's the catch? Not all
3: homes well, qualify. Okay. So it's all using right, our
4: 27-second well, solar quiz, you'll
5: know instantly oh, if your home oh, does qualify. Okay. And that's not even the best part. That's Not only will this incentive cover thirty percent of your soil system down the cost, monitor. but this <laughs> so, program know. is zero, I zero. working. I can do it.
1: <laughs> All right. we we'll run with it and we'll play with my volume later. So nine fifteen. Okay. Yeah.
4: We'll describe to you what we're hearing.
1: There <laughs> we go. Nine fifteen. I don't know if it's the original audio or not.
5: You see it? Uh, Yeah, there he is. This is pretty good video. Look at him there. A gorilla. No, no in Mississippi. Oh. <laughs> maybe
0: just maybe he ran away from the zoo. Yeah. yeah.
5: There's there the
2: newscasters talking. There,
4: the, uh, I mean, it does look like a gorilla from behind, but they do look uh, like
0: gorillas uh, from behind. I mean.
5: Yeah. Exactly.
0: It is pretty conclusive evidence. Yeah. Look at this. Mean, they
5: do love their cypress trees, too. But you know, what?
3: it odd. could also be a bigfoot hunter in it. And, um, well, well to, interesting so. that the entire time that
1: the camera's rolling and this guy's standing there, Bigfoot never turns around. Well, well did you run out of digital space in your camera he said there's a the little
5: slide
2: pops see how, there, see the how they're see how they're knocking it yeah. Oh, yeah why sure.
4: didn't we record I mean, more why couldn't you have gotten better why didn't you go over and interview him
5: slide yeah right <laughs> i think they're all you
4: didn't get a statement for, from Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> <is really> <laughs> really it is far more likely than this is an escaped gorilla from the zoo
4: Thank Robin, you. Theory, uh, so, what zoo? Why did you why Why did you report the uh, gorilla that was missing from the zoo then? Since there's one missing,
3: you know, they could easily contact the area zoos to find out if there has been one escaped. If they did their homework,
4: That'd be a pretty big deal, I suppose. Yeah. Because I mean, gorillas can
3: protect it
4: no matter where they
3: are.
2: Sitting here this honest. long, filming. That's a long
1: video.
3: Yeah,
2: look how he
1: stands up.
3: On and he on runs. The Pacific Northwest. What, do you, what do you think? There's, One can just walk into a Jewel Osco and buy a, a, a Gillette Razor? There's, There's, yeah. There's hairy guys in the gym all the time. That's
4: But the news is, is, is supposed to do that. They're supposed to, like, stir <laughs> you one way or another.
3: They're directed
2: to do that. That's
5: why. So they definitely
1: are. <laughs> well, and, and like I said, I mean, I really, to me, I think it's legit. That's just my opinion. Y'all can, I think it's legit. It looks legit. I mean, it's, I mean, you all can believe what you want, whoever's watching. And
3: and I'll tell you what, you know, that's the Chicago news station. They're reporting on uh, what was going on in the Mississippi Mississippi. swamps. And I guarantee you, those Mississippi swamps, as dangerous as they may be, are a lot safer than the streets of Chicago.
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's true. I agree. And and those people had never been outside before. (laughs) They didn't know what they were talking about. They'd never even been outside. Like outside in the woods, you know.
1: Uh Sean, uh, I posted in chat. Thank you. Uh try my link, Grizz. I mean, as long as y'all heard the audio, I'll figure out my audio later. Uh I didn't hear anything, so that's weird. I'll figure
2: that out. Yeah, we got to hear some of the media newscasters mocking them and making fun of it. So and it and that's pretty what he
3: you know, was pretty saying much. earlier.
2: That's what they do,
1: right? Yeah. And then they want to know why Joe Smith don't come forward and say, Hey, I saw something that I, I don't know what it is. And they see stuff like this on, on TV. And and look. No, wait okay. Now, I pause this right after they showed the video and, and look at them. Okay. Now, look look at them. I, I pause this after they showed the video.
2: They're all laughing. Yeah. yeah they're all, yeah. look at them. Look at them. It out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's why they, they're trying to be a deterrent. For people to come forward, they don't want people to
4: come forward. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I... And, and and there is that possibility if you go and tell everybody there's a Bigfoot in a certain area, people will flood that area. I mean, there's just that possibility, and, and it does happen, and people will get lost, get hurt, get eat up.
3: You, yeah. You got to be careful about that, too, as, as, far, as far as those locations are concerned. Yeah, hey, definitely. earlier in these comments, uh, Gigi asked, What is a Bigfoot? And 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 you know we kind of talked about that and we him hauled around about that, um, you, you know the best answer I could give her, from my knowledge, it, it's a flesh and blood primate that breeds and mates and has families and and things like that very close as close to human as you can get, but there's also some other things going on with them too and that's what we're all trying to figure out. <laughs> if we knew, we wouldn't be here. that's that's my best answer for Gigi on that question. So that
1: that is a very, very hard, you know, question to answer, Gigi. Uh, Ron Moorhead, he is an admin of one of my Facebook groups. And I had him on an interview and we talked before I interviewed him and he told me, he said, Grizzly, if you would have told me 40 or 50 years ago that these creatures could walk in and out of dimensions, I would laugh at you and told you that you were crazy. But today when he wrote his new book that came out, what was it quantum physics or something or quantum mechanics of Bigfoot that came out earlier this year? Yeah. You know, and you know, he says now, you know, instead of thinking outside the box, we have to look above the box. And when he said that, it made a lot of sense. And that's what I've always been trying to explain to people. You know, people are seeing things that we do not understand. You know, I get reports of people that are credible that sees half of a torso running across the trail, you know, but don't see the other half. How how can you explain that? You know, they're they're not crazy, you know, Uh i had several people that tell me that they walk this trail on a regular basis and they walk off the trail and next thing you know uh there's a highway that divides the woods and they're a mile and a half on the other side of the highway they never cross the highway how do they get over there they have no idea they lost two and a half hours of time now it's dark you know and is it In the best way they tell me, it's like they teleported. And they say, Grizzly, I know it sounds crazy, but I don't, what else, how can I explain it? I had to literally cross a six-lane highway to get back to where I was at and where my car was parked, which I never crossed. I mean, what do you tell people like that? So is there something going on? Yes. Missing 411. People walk around a corner and they just disappear i don't know well look you know? at us. Well,
4: look at the humans we're just now into a, in an age where um reading you know doing psychic work and mediums and things like that are more you know people have powers themselves and they don't even know it so you can't even imagine if we have powers and we don't even know it we i mean we can't even start to imagine the powers that these other creatures may have
1: and that's the thing you know do they now you know OK, so I'm going to say Mike Scott, you know, and I call it a I call it a, a, a Gestapo. OK, ladies and gentlemen, I thank everybody in Facebook land for letting us go live in your all street I greatly appreciate that. And speaking of that, uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. I greatly appreciate it. We'll see you right here in a second. OK, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another edition brought to you by Dan Water with Western Kentucky Bigfoot Paranormal Investigations, LLC. Brought to you by him. Thank you. But, you know, how can you tell somebody, you have to believe in this to belong to my group, or you are out? Now, to me, that's a Gestapo, and you cannot do that. I do not believe in that, because I have too many reports that contradict things and contradict everybody else's story, right? So you believe what you want to believe. I know what people tell me, and I do not know what to believe. Are they flesh and blood? Yes. I know that you can kill them. Do they bleed? Yes. I know they bleed. Do they breed? Yes. I know they I know they breed and have babies. How do I know that? Because people tell me I've seen tracks, I've seen baby tracks. When I when I say baby tracks, I'm not talking like infant tracks, like two months, three months old. I'm talking like small juvenile tracks, like you know, like six, six, seven or eight size shoes. You know that that bare feet with mom and dad feet. You know, big feet. You know what I'm saying? So you know, there's there's stuff out there we we don't understand, and that's what we're trying to figure out.
4: The and, skip. Are there to ask really good questions? You know, they always ask the best questions to be answered.
3: (laughs) They do. Grizzly, I've seen tracks anywhere from eight inches long to 24 inches long and just about every inch increment in between.
1: Yes. So,
3: me
1: too. Yes. And I've seen pictures, and and Sonia has proven to me, just like everybody else, and I've seen them. Where somebody has put their shoe or foot next to one and it's like, are you serious? And every time you show that to somebody, it's like, oh, it's fake. You, yeah, that's not real. You know, it's, it's no photograph and whatever. And I got a comment right here. Where is, where is it? The crazy witch. Uh, or GG? someone must have captured one. They have it. They did. They already have.
4: Yeah, the Army you know, talks. Army has records of them having those Um you know these hairy mint, you know bipedal creatures from the forest. I mean, there's reports. If you go back and look, there's a lot of reports about them. Um, there's that one in North Carolina where they sent the army in to yeah. what kill, kill that whole clan yeah. of them. Yes. I mean that is a, an international. It's in it's it's in whatever documents that you look at that are like old records of whatever. And I mean, you know. Now. The army's
1: not denying that they're there. Sonia, you just bring up a good fact. Now, we know beyond a reasonable doubt that the government has an elite team that works on, I think, uh, 45 days on, 45 days off. And they are out there in the United States hunting these creatures down, whether they're Bigfoot or Dogman, and they're out there to kill them. And they will tell you, and they are Navy SEALs, they are airborne rangers, whatever. And they hunt monsters. That's what they do. And they are paid to do this. And you, you don't believe me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, they, they do. So I don't know what to say. Uh Seeker in the Army manuals, they see how to deal with them encountering in the woods. See what there we go. Another witness. Yep. In the manuals. I would love to have one in fort stevens washington state i think
4: <laughs> well different pl- areas they do different trainings so they um like around here um i think they have like a, a couple different bases not close but they do a lot of drop offs so they drop you off in the middle of the woods out here off out of a plane and you have to you know scurry your way back through the mountains back to these things and yeah so they have those i've had people i've had friends that that's taken the training and they said that they warned them about, you know, what to do if you run into one, don't shoot it, um, you know, don't take your eyes off of it, walk backwards, you know, uh, just different things, you know. So they didn't want those, those people training to interact with it or kill it or anything, but, you know, definitely report it, but also, you know, like a certain way to, like, approach it when they, they do run into one. So why would they have that if they didn't need it?
1: <laughs> Why do some states have it on the law? It's illegal. It's capital murder if you kill one. Well, they do?
3: Yes. I
1: heard that one yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chris, you, you didn't know that, that some states have it on the law? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Google it. Some states have it on the law. If you kill a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot, it is capital murder. It is. They passed the law. They have it protected as a species yes they do what states gg crazy witch seeker don't quote me we have to google it because it is out there that's where my fact checkers come in place
4: well there are certain laws that protect um un. what do you call it under uh, like unregistered animals, things that aren't you know things that aren't like you're not supposed to kill anything without a license anyway i mean there's all different technical you know laws about that so i could see where Every state, it would be illegal to kill a Bigfoot, you know, because no, they're not in it the season. Because you would have, it, unless it's you on your own property, you'd have to have some sort <laughs> of hunting license. No, it's a, <laughs> technically, it
1: technically. says Bigfoot or
2: Sasquatch in writing
1: in the okay. statute,
2: They're ninety-nine <laughs> point what percent human when they do so. the DNA tests? So, I mean, now, yeah. The the a, all, you know, it
1: does, now, people used to laugh at me, Sean, when I said. They used to airlift the corpses out <clears throat> when interrupted. They used cargo nets. And people laughed at me. They said, prove it. And I said, there were eyewitnesses. People came forward. It was in the news. My you
4: know, dad talked about that when I was little. That was see? like something my dad used to tell me about all the time, you know. And it was just like, he just, I don't know. Because a lot of people, you know, it was common knowledge of certain things back then. Because, you know, you had the news, you heard the news, and then people talked. Not like they do now. You know, people do more reading, I think, than they do actual talking like they like we're doing now. So, you know. Um so things get lost behind, you know. I don't
1: know. I don't know where I was going with that. is <laughs> insane awesome. All right. That's all right. Seeker says signs <laughs> that says designated squatch area in Washington State, lots of stories, rock apes and Vietnam. Yeah, yes, a lot of Vietnam soldiers came back. Even the helicopter, po- or not the pilots, the helicopter people, yeah, I guess the pilots, you can call them, would would report seeing hairy men in trees while flying. Yes, that is correct. Crazy Witch says, I am right about the laws. Google it. There are, there. I think there's three states, maybe four. Uh, I can't remember which ones are right off the top of my head. Uh, Bob Perry, they have discerned whether it's a bear or squats or especially at night. Uh, yeah, you know, it is. Now, I'm not saying that people do misidentify things. Yes, that does happen. All right, Chad, welcome back, Chad. I'm glad to see you back. Uh, Oklahoma said they would pay, I think, $1 million if you bring one in alive. Uh, the state didn't say that. I think a millionaire said that. Yeah, I bet yeah. Yeah, let me drag one in for a millionaire. Okay. Yeah. I think a millionaire <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh, GG, we have bears out there roaming wondering why they uh why can't they uh, open about Bigfoot? Well, let me tell you something. If America or the world would acknowledge Sasquatch or Bigfoot and come out and say it is real. What would that do to the wood industry? Uh What would that do to the building material? What would that do to the toilet paper, cardboard, lumber, plywood, forestry, building,
3: expansion? Tourism.
1: Tourism, yes.
3: Hey, people are going to be too afraid to go to those national state parks and spend their money.
4: All of it. It's all connected. It's all just. It's a, but it's a big money scheme.
3: I've, I've I've got two in Missouri, in my state, in Missouri. The, the The official stance of the Missouri Department of Conservation is they don't exist. But two of our Southeast Missouri field agents that I have come in contact with doing my field research in the field in the past couple of years have personally acknowledged, yeah, they're here. Yeah, Be careful. Yeah, they're here. Be careful. And then occasionally I'll get a text. Hey, how's your research coming along? Any new developments in your research? I noticed you were camping last weekend. Uh, What's going on? You know, I had one, we, we would go and we, we, we camp in the conservation area a couple nights We'd go out to the trees nearby and we'd stick up apples. If we stick up, if we put up 20 apples, they'd take 10, they'd leave 10. If we put up 24 apples, they'd take 12, they'd leave 12. Mm -hmm. And then we would leave, break camp, and then one of the guys would go back and check it a day later, and the rest of the apples would be gone. One particular, uh, this was a couple of years ago, the the, the conservation agent sent me a text um, a day or two later, and he said, I just want to remind you, we're getting close to deer season. So if you put your apples out, make sure you remove them when you guys leave. What's oh, left? Yeah. Because we don't want you baiting for deer. Right. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't think about that. Did you find apples no, there weren't any apples there, but I know I've seen them in the past, he says, when I've checked. Now, I said, thanks for telling me, because we'll from now on, we'll just if they don't take them all, we'll just we'll just collect them and you know take them back with us. And then I said, Now I said, let me get this clear though. You're okay with us baiting the Sasquatch, but not the deer. He said, Nobody's hunting the Sasquatch. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> it makes sense,
3: right?
1: Right. It makes sense, yeah. <laughs> so you're right, you know, Mr. Scott, they know, they know they're there. Yeah. They know. Are they, they know. gonna come out in in public and say that? No. And, and I like- and I have another
3: this is just a recent of uh, talking to a to a landowner in in the neighboring county next door to Cape Girardeau County here in southeast Missouri. And having some things on his farm property, would it, heavily would it, that might be Sasquatch related. And he's talking to me and um, he says, well, he says, I think it might be Bigfoot related. He goes, my dad doesn't want to go there. He says, but my uncle, he goes, who is a conservation agent, he says it's probably Bigfoot related. I said, oh, so your uncle, the conservation agent, says it's probably Bigfoot related. He said, yeah. He goes, but dad's not ready to go there yet. So they, 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 yeah, they're out in the field out there in those areas. They, they know more than anybody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, but they won't admit to it, you know, to the media or whomever.
4: There's a lot more in these forests that they won't, that people don't know about. I mean, there's a lot more (laughs) that people just don't know about.
3: There's more than even just Bigfoot. I, I have and this all started in Missouri with um, people start having mountain lions mountain lion sightings and they're always no, it's got to be mistaken identity. There aren't any mountain lions in Missouri. Well, mm-hmm. when they start popping up on game cams all over the state, they got to the point they can no longer de- deny it. And then there's and then there's the black. Panther, or what you say? Yeah. Well, they can't be black. Mount Lions can't be black. You're not seeing a black. A black. You're you're seeing mistaken identity for something else. Well, I had somebody send me credible, credible uh, picture uh, just uh, back in the fall, uh, from a trail cam just two counties over of a jaguar. In Missouri. Yeah. Yellow spotted jaguar. Big. Yeah. Well, the jaguar can be all black.
4: That's I mean, that's what mostly what Black Panther is. Yeah, that's to what
3: be. they Isn't are. Yeah. But, but a a say, jaguar. jaguars aren't in Missouri. Well, we, I, I got a picture of one in the cam cam.
4: We used to have jaguars in this area. They just got killed out. Yeah. And, and, but I, at least you yeah. think they got killed out. I mean, there's no... Yeah. I know there's Black Panthers out here, but if you ask TWRA if there's Black Panthers out here, they'll tell you that there is not, and you must have seen something else. And there's just – there's no other way to – you cannot mistake those two things.
3: No. no, Um, no, And there's other things besides those those things. Those tails and and, and the size, they're – They walk different.
4: than Like, mountain lions, cougars are – uh, like they're loud like they they're big cats they're loud they're noisy they don't really care but panthers are sneaky they're very I don't know they walk different um they they walk mostly like on the front of their paws not the back of their paws like I don't know uh, I, I just I just know what I have seen and I know we've had um we've had like panthers get a couple of our goats in the last like four years we, we've got like three of them and the second one that got got, I saw it. Like I walked towards it because I thought it was my dog. Yeah. And I was so stupid. I didn't have a flashlight, and I was just wandering around in the dark, like Because you know I have no fear out here, which was, which was dumb of me Dumbly. at that point because I knew it wasn't uh, Bigfoot. I knew it was something else. But I walked up on it and <clears throat> thinking it was my dog. And about that time, something come running up behind it. me. And- full force. And I was like, Oh my God, something is going to eat me. I am going to get caught!" And I turned and it was my dog coming at me and she run past me and chased it off. And I was like, and as she chased it off, I saw it plain as day. And it was, it was a black Panther. It's what it was like, you know, so I know they're out there, but there's also other things out there.
3: So <laughs> let me ask you a personal a, a question. Do your yeah. dogs get along with the Bigfoot?
4: Oh yeah. Like, yeah. um, okay. Yeah. So there's some, um, just in the summertime, like right? right now, it's skunk season. Uh, right. The skunks are mating, so we have a family of skunks. They always come through the same area. You can tell by when the dogs bark and how they go into the woods. My big dogs, they'll, they'll do this like snort thing, like where they smell the air, and they'll know it's them, and they'll go into the woods quietly. They won't bark. No barking. Just go right into the woods. Nothing. You know. But when it's something else, I mean, they're full force, bark, 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 all the way into the woods. And you can tell the difference. So when it's the Sasquatches, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty like, they get along well. We had a, we had a couple instances, I think like a few years back where we, I had a couple cats go missing.
5: Okay.
4: And, but I had, but there's a single male Sasquatch. And at the time there's like a single male Sasquatch that, comes in at a different time. He smells different. He's a different color than the rest of the family that's here. Um, at first, he was a little more aggressive. I think I think we got something worked out now, you know, because I started like, I didn't know that he would be through there. Or like, I didn't know that he came through there every year until I started noticing. So I wasn't leaving gifts out because the family of Sasquatches that are here, move. they go up the mountain. So, during like real cold months, like the end of January, February, March. So, when he came through, like, I wasn't leaving him snacks and stuff, and he had gotten to my chickens. He had ate my Brussels sprouts out of my garden, and I had a couple cats go missing. But after I realized what was happening, I kind of went out in the woods, and I, like, after he got my chickens, I went out in the woods and I screamed at him. Like, you can't eat my animals. You can't have my cats. You can't have my dogs. And I had to do the same thing with the family, you know, just to, like, I don't know just to let them know that that's the only like thing that I have, you know, I'll protect you as long as you don't let nothing happen to my dog. But, um, yeah, but so we haven't had any cats or dogs go missing up until last week. I've got two dogs missing. I've got a great Pyrenees missing. And I got one of my, we have a, a feist, a a mountain feist. So the great Pyrenees and the mountain feist are missing. And those are our farm dog farm dogs. They're outside. You know, they stay outside. Yeah.
3: And and that's interesting because I, you know, you've heard of dogs killed by the Bigfoot. And I've I've also known situations where the the people's dogs get along with them. But a a Great Pyrenees is a, it's a protective dog, you know, and and it may be more in line to protect them. Because I, yeah, it's all. You know, this is all part of our understanding. Trying to understand
5: John,
4: what's going on. It's Black Panther. Like, OK, so like the Black Panther, when it comes through, it's due time for it to come through right now. And that's what worries me, because something's been my neighbor asking today. He was like, you know, your dog, have your dogs been up the last few nights? And I was like, yeah. He said, yeah. He's like, all the dogs up Tater Valley. He's like, something's moving through here. And I was like, yeah. I said, I know the Sasquatches were out last night because, like, when I went outside, there was a meteor shower out here last night. There's one tonight, too. Um, I was outside looking at the meteor shower, and the Bigfoot were out whistling. They do the bird calls. They'll do, like, all different kinds of bird calls just in one sitting, you know, just from one after another, you know. And so I was sitting out there with them, and the dogs were tore up. Something was running them. You know, back and forth. And it's about time for the Black Panther to come through. And my neighbor was like, yeah, all the dogs were tore up up here. I was like, yeah. And I didn't want to think that that's what it is because my other dogs are missing. And, you know, and, and yeah. they, they've been around for years. so I know it's not the Sasquatches. It's just right. I, I I really hope. I just hate to think that they went out like that. <laughs> But in all honesty, we've been putting our goats up so they can't get to the goats, and they're the ones protecting the goats. So they they take what they can get.
1: I mean, it's just wild to even think that. You know, I mean, I sit here and I think about Chris, right? Because Chris belongs to a team, and y'all go out a lot, and you all go out in the swamps, and. That's your all's dream is is to see stuff. Now you all get stuff happening. You all get things and occurrences, whatever you want to say. You know that's weird, right? That happens to you while you're out there. Am I correct?
2: Yep, sure do. But to walk yeah, out yeah. your
1: door and to hear <coughs> and Sonya, it's
2: like what in the yeah, that's really? A whole, it's all different ball game. We're we're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <coughs> try to come up with something and, and we do we we locate areas where we're pretty sure there's activity because we just find things that are just anomalies that just don't make sense um, but yeah what what she has is a pretty special situation there <laughs> for sure and to have that going on it's just i have no idea what that would be like but that'd be pretty cool
1: well not only that, even with Mike Scott, and even his opportunity, you know, where they're peeking around the tree and he's leaving apples and now they're getting to know him, you know, and if, I mean
3: if I didn't make a connection with that family, you know, I, I wouldn't be you know, there's actually two two different places over in that county where friends have them on their property that I kind of go back and forth sometimes between them and then try to get up here and in my county and just in the public area and try to do, you know, you know, whatever there, but it's not the yep. same, like the public area. You, you know, you get up there once a month or once every couple of weeks um, for a period of time, but, or I could go over here to these areas where people already are building a regular daily relationship with them. And join them and 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 get some more up close interactions like Sonia has going on over in East Tennessee, uh, and that and that's to me that's special. You know, you get to get over there, you get to leave them the the food gifts, you get to see the glyphs that they leave you back, and some of the other gifts they give you back. it's really kind of it's really kind of neat. So. And I've had
4: several friends, like people that spent time up here with me. Like, if you've ever spent more than a couple of days up here with me, then most of the time you get to see or experience some sort of activity. I got. I've had. I've had several friends that have seen them. I've had several friends that have been mocked or made fun of. <laughs> you know. Um, you know, like a, I've had a couple of people been hit in the face with hickory nuts. You know.
3: Yeah, I had. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the, I, I had the hickory nuts thrown at me one night, and. and in the, over, up here in the public area. And, and it was very, I, you know, being hickory nuts, I didn't feel threatened.
4: Because now I got hit in the face one time and it was by the jug- juveniles that were out a couple months ago, like, or a couple years ago, you know, they were juveniles then they're probably about full grown now. I haven't seen them this summer and I haven't seen them yet. I've heard them. I know they're out there. I just haven't yeah. seen them. I haven't seen them this spring. The family's getting bigger, so it's kind of exciting. And the and the miles are allowed out now with the family. So, because a couple of years ago they were just starting to come out at night with the family. Because I knew there were little ones because I'd seen, I'd seen one of them, um, being carried by its mother. And and, and that's a really cool thing to see too. Is just the way, because if you look at them and the way they carry them, you can't even tell that there's another sasquatch on it. It just looks like part of its mother. It's it's really wild, but um or part of whoever's carrying it, you know, I assume it's mother. Um, but like, I haven't seen them since a couple of years ago. And then, when they when they first come out and, um, well, I guess I've seen them last summer, but like, yeah, I don't know. I get excited every year when I get to see them again, when they come back, cause they, they've just come back in the last, like, like come back and, and have been active at night. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? There so were the foods coming back and stuff like that. They're active once in a while through the early stages of spring, but they're, they're like here for, for this, they're here for the summer now, you know what I mean? And the fall,
3: they don't go back
4: up until like almost January.
3: Or so go yeah, back I now. recently had uh, Kenny Busby on my show. And, and of course, Kenny has a family with him in Arkansas. And he told me he was talking about one that was now four years old and I asked him how tall would a four-year-old be, and he said about six foot tall. Do you do you see similar things, that they grow that that fast, that quick?
4: Oh, yeah, like the little ones, when it was little, it was probably little in 2017, like that little 2018, and then when I seen it again in about 2021, that's when they were about teenagers or so, you know, like getting to come out, maybe 2021, yeah. I had to keep up with my dates. I'm horrible with dates, but, like, yeah, so like four to five years, you know, after being little, like they're pretty—they're teenagers at that point. You know, that's the only way to describe them: uh, juveniles, teenagers. I call them teenagers because they act right. like teenagers. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, um, like the one of, one of the like I sent I sent Grizzly a uh, one of the pictures that I took of one of the footprints that I got and that's when they were that's when the juveniles were out and about and they were taking stuff from the garden and they were messing around when they weren't supposed to be um but they're like I I wear like a nine and a half or ten like size boot so like my boot is there beside it and the footprint was bigger than my shoe you know so like you know they weren't too big but they were big you know they were probably about six foot
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, there there was a a size difference. Uh, Gigi wants to know. I wonder where they go. Maybe a cave. Uh, where where do they live? I mean, do they just live out in the open? They just live underneath trees like deer.
4: Like uh, yeah, you know, that's the one thing you know. Like there's places that I've come where they've set, and there's places where they hang out. You know like daily or you know nightly or whatever um where they sleep i don't know but i'm gonna tell you something those i get a lot of tree markings right we get a lot of the the gypsy markings or whatever you want to call them if you follow like um there's places where i know they sit so if you go to that place where they sit and you get those markings or those markers and you look through the woods you can find the next spot where they sit and so forth and so on through the woods. And I've never followed it all the way. Like, I'm I've not that I've been scared to, I just think it'd be rude. I haven't really been invited over to their house, but like, you know, uh, like I, I followed it to a point where I knew what was, that that's what it was doing, you know what I mean? So each point you can follow, follow it so far. I've just never followed it to where I would have been miles and miles away from the house. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a bit lazy. <laughs> like, I, like if they're going to be in the yard, I'm well not even like I don't have to hunt them. So, right, right. Yeah, I try not to get too far away from the house, and it's not just that. Like if I if I'm away from the house, even miles away from, like if I walk out and just keep walking, when you let my dogs out, they come right for me, and it don't matter how far away from my, the house I am, they will find me, and it's and then it just ruins. That. <laughs> but, you know, sorry.
3: Well, and I'm going to guess, and Chris is down in Florida, and I'm going to guess that there's probably not a lot of caves in Florida. There's there are a lot of caves in Missouri, but I'm sure there there's there a are lot some, in Florida.
4: I don't think they sleep in caves up here. I know where most of the cave systems are. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, they're, not, they're not much for sleeping, you know what I mean? I mean, with the earthquakes and the sinkholes around here, I don't feel like that would be – I don't know where they go to sleep, though. That is a good question. <laughs>
3: You'd have to you'd have to penetrate the inner circle, I guess, to find that out. And, and yeah, you
4: know, I have theories though. Like I just I can't I can be sure because I just don't know. I can only yeah. know what I've seen so far.
2: Right. <laughs> you could find blinds and beddings at at times when you're out in the woods. You'll find clusters of branches and things that are kind of even woven together, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. And we we find them out in the swamps. Just like that, they'll—they'll they'll actually. We find that they push over trees or find trees that have been pushed over, blown by the wind or whatever. But they leave big giant root balls, and these root balls have all the roots still kind of coming off of them, and it creates a cover and it's cold and kind of damp and protective there. And and we have a pretty good suspicion that there's uh, we use those as beds at times, and uh, we've even found evidence around those. Like uh, Mike's even found a carcass one time. One of our teammates, a deer carcass, just completely skinned, but not pulled apart and picked apart. But nothing else has even touched it. I mean, it, it's just the weirdest thing that you'll find. And it's almost like if a Bigfoot touches an animal or eats something, there won't be nothing else that'll even
3: touch it.
1: We we, we found
3: did. that out with our gifting bucket. Really, the yes. coons, the possums, they they're. You know,
4: I'm not even <laughs> sure the birds get on it.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I did not know that.
4: Yeah. You know, there's a, there's lot, of a lot of things lot I don't think it. about until somebody else mentions it. Like, unless you're asking me questions, like, I could tell you all kinds of stuff. I just want to know where to start, you know? But, like, that's a good point. Like, yeah, there's, like, other things. Like, my dogs, like, won't even... My dogs won't pee where they are, like where they when they're where where, where they're real hangout is where they where they, where they are the most. My dogs won't pee in that area. They don't. They just don't. And my dogs pee everywhere. Like <laughs> I've got we've got like ten dogs dogs on the property, nine or ten
1: left, I guess you
4: know. So, yeah. but they won't pee and stuff up there. So it's 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 like they know
1: now you say you know where they sit now how do you know where they said what indicates that
4: well like during the day like you know they have watchers that watch the trails here and um
1: uh like you can walk up like
4: there's spots where you can tell something has set up there and took like like uh parts of the bark of, off the tree and just sat there and just stripped it apart and you find do things to palms. pass
3: the time of day while they're, while they're watching that area.
4: Right. Sticks. I mean, you can tell they just sit up there and there'll be a pile of sticks. There'll be a pile of that bark. And, and it, it, it's, it's funny because it's right here above the house, but it's one of those places. And, and that's where they sit. And if you're here during the day, a lot of the time you can see them up there. if you If you know what to look for or how to look. Cause a lot of the times you can take a mirror, and, I, and I, I didn't think about mentioning this before. Because you can take a mirror and go outside during the day. A lot of the time when they're up there, and you can take the mirror and see them in the mirror, you know. And it's it's just, I think it's a lot less like, um, um, like you know what I mean, in their face, like with a camera or something like that. It's a lot less like aggressive or like I don't know. It seems a lot less rude than sticking a camera in their face. But you can see them like that. It's just a good way to
2: like taking a, you a know, selfie.
4: Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, and it's funny because I do take selfies out here all the time, and I never noticed. But I have friends that'll like that have hit me up, and they were like, "You know, did you see what was in the background of your photo?" I was like, "What? No." And then I get to looking, and yeah, they'll be in the background of the photos, and I didn't. I didn't notice. I wasn't looking. I wasn't even concerned. I guess you know. Well, <laughs> that's not what my point was. I was taking a photo of
2: myself, not a Sasquatch. <laughs> they know when you're looking forward, but it seems like they don't catch on when you you have something that's reflecting backwards.
4: Yeah, he, he he photobombed me. They photobomb me. And a lot of the time you'll catch, sometimes like when I, if you're out there at night and you take videos, you can catch the eye shine. Like just every now and so often, but you have to be like, I don't know, you have to be tricky about it. And, and I know that sounds awful, but you do. You'd have to be like, you have to be like, oh, I'm just taking a video of myself. Oh, and just spin around a, around a lot. lot. You find you like. You get a lot of weird things. And account for orbs and things like that. But if you see eye shine and you know what eye shine is, there's nothing else to that...
2: Do you get a lot of orbs up there?
4: Uh, I have seen a lot of orbs. Another reason why I think there's a portal up here. Um,
2: there's always can... seems to be some kind of correlation with Bigfoot and orbs. Uh, yeah, I've seen them in
4: the forest there's and a I've lot seen of them reports that
2: go, go, coincide with both.
4: Yeah, you never know. I mean, if they can make their eyes shine the way they do. I can't even imagine, you know, because I don't know. I think that's just now. I
2: don't there's know. some uh, Indian folklore up in the north northwest um, that say don't follow the orbs. There's it's ways for them to trick you into going into the woods and getting lost. Um, so,
4: well, I got that Scotch Irish in me. So if I see a witch, I'm gonna get my wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: my <goodness. laughs>
4: I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm going to tell you right now, if I go missing, that's what happened to me because I will follow it right into the woods because I'm so curious. I don't have much to fear. I have a pretty good sixth sense and a good connection with the universe, I feel like. And, um, you know, besides that night with the, the Black Panther, <laughs> Panther, which I knew better in my head, I really did. And I was dumb anyway. But like, um. You can always tell the orbs, and I've seen different colored ones and different, just different ones. And you can always tell them. People are like, how do you know it wasn't somebody in the woods with a flashlight? Well, first off, when you're walking with a flashlight, you have a bounce, a natural bounce to you. And you can't keep a light steady. I don't care how well you walk through the woods. Maybe Bigfoot can keep a light steady, but I don't know. But, like, you, you just, you can't. And these things, they, the way they move through the woods like that, up the hills and through the ridges here, like, there's no way that it's not. It's not somebody carrying a light, you know. So, yeah, I do see a lot of strange things like that.
1: I wonder what causes that. I mean, what what do you think, Chris and and Scott, about that? I love Scott
2: going out.
3: <laughs> you know, i i I, I look. I saw the orbs one time, and it was back in December. And, and, it, and it was a buddy of mine and I at his place. We were just sitting out at night um, by the fire, uh, just the two of us, three Sasquatch come up about 30 yards away to the tree line. It, it, seemed, it appeared to be a mother and two, juve, two young juveniles based on the eye shine and the silhouettes that we saw through the fire glow. And we also saw little... Um, orbs, you know, floating around in the area as well. I, you know, I looked it up. I thought, well, because I'm one that is there. Is there a natural explanation to this before I go supernatural? Right. It's right, uh, right. the only time in my life I've seen the orbs and the three Sasquatch were there. And and there is a natural explanation for orbs, you know, a, a gaseous area, and the gases kind of come together, and, and you know, then they make these little glow balls. And now, could could that have been the case? Um, yeah, could it have some? Could it, but is it coincidental that they just happen to be right there with the? You know, I'm also kind of like there probably aren't many coincidences out there either, you know. So, so. I, Outside of that, I don't know for sure. I just know I did see it one time, and and um, so yeah. I'll yield back to Chris. <laughs> uh,
2: we, we've had a couple team members. I've never actually experienced them, but um, we've definitely had a couple team members that multiple times. I've seen them, um, and they're, they're out there. There's no telling what what the heck it is, but. I mean, I, all the reports I've seen and listened to uh, just definitely seem to be some kind of Bigfoot and orb type of thing that go hand in hand. I
4: mean, there's a lot one of energy
2: of those that mysteries. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's exactly, I think a lot of it's energy. And uh, yeah, there's, there's more to it. There's, there's yeah. definitely something.
1: Yeah. And, and, and you're right. And, and it seems like the reports that I got now, when I worked on. On the PD, uh, especially out in, in the county, I, I did see orbs, uh, especially along the river uh, Water, in the woods. Uh, yeah. But I never saw any Bigfoot. But, you know, it it is a But ball they saw way.
4: you.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. And, and there's, ladies and gentlemen, there's been times I've been scared and I hit my lights and sirens. Yes, I am. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but uh but you know do do they transform themselves into balls of energies i know that sounds far-fetched it, I mean, it,
4: it doesn't though because look at uh humans and the way we're going now the closer back to nature we are getting the more powerful we are becoming as humans as far as energy goes and and vibrations and all this other stuff and I mean, so the closer we get back to nature, and what are they? I mean, they live in the forest. They're one with the earth. They're one with everything. So, yeah. Maybe they found out the secrets that we're, again, they learned it before we did. I had a lot of feedback.
1: I didn't hear any feedback. I'm I'm still stuck on orbs. I mean, because, you know, Scott and Chris, a lot of the things that that I, I get in reports and interviews is either I see the orbs and then see Bigfoot. Or I see Bigfoot and I see the orbs or I see both, you know, and it's weird because it's, 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 they're, they're together somehow.
4: Well, okay. So their eye shine, they can eye shine at any time. And it's not just a flash sometimes. Like if you knew about their eye shine, that could be mistaken as orbs because they can illuminate their eyes and keep them illuminated if they want to. Um, I mean, any if you saw that, you know, coming through the but woods, it would probably look like Orbs because Bigfoot's moved differently than any other thing I've ever seen, you know, besides the wampus cat, and she moved
5: differently than Bigfoot. <laughs> you
4: <know>? And I am <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's it's strange. I don't know.
2: You guys ever watched uh, Expedition Bigfoot, which is a pretty, pretty cool show. It's on uh, Discovery. Yeah. And yeah. It's probably one of the most credible ones that's out there. And they've caught an orbs right on camera. I mean, and they're out out in the middle of the woods, where there's you know all kinds
4: of people catch orbs nowadays. And you know, like it, it's hard to with cameras and stuff. A lot of people they'll catch them on their um their 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 nighttime cameras or whatever. And a lot of it's bugs, and sometimes it's other light reflecting. but sometimes they get some really cool orbs on, on camera, you know, not even I, trying. I question,
2: I question a lot of the ones that you see on um, game cams. I've had security cameras in the past. And if you get the tiniest little bug that goes across the screen. A
4: spider web it, floating it, through
2: it, the it, air. it'll. It, your your <laughs> cameras are focused afar. So anything up close, right on the line, right, right. cool. or sometimes even look like a glowing orb. Yeah. Um, most of those I, I would write off, but if there's something live recording something out there, you know, mean multiple people actually catching it, it, it's hard to argue.
1: Well, I had one on the last show, Chris. Uh, it was weird, uh, and I was wanted to reach out to Sonia, and I actually did a reading, and I didn't feel comfortable doing it. Uh, they were like, hey, we got security footage. So there was activity in the kitchen. And a family member passed away and they're like, what do you think about this? They have a cell phone up to the, to the, to the, the camera. And, and it looked like, and ladies and gentlemen, and I'm telling you, you go back and watch it on my last show. It looked like a spirit bird flying and landed on the ceiling fan. And I told uh, my buddy, I said, you need to go back to that family and tell them that that's a loved one coming back and letting them know that they're there. And it's referencing something about a bird. There's, that's some, there's a meaning with that. And they're trying to tell them that they're there and they're there because they're not acknowledging that they're giving them signs. And he was like, it's weird that you said that because there's been activity that they have been ignoring. And I'm like, Duh, that's what I just said. They're trying to tell them that, hey, I'm here. And then he showed me another picture and because he told them to put a camera out because of the activity. And this thing flew around the fan and landed on the Thank fan. You. And it, it is beautiful. And it is. And, it, and it's translucent. And it looks like a bird. So he's going to go back and talk to family about it. And it is not an orb and i wish sonia could see it because i would love to have her because she's got the abilities you know that's that's owned in and stuff and she would know. Uh, but you know i've seen orbs on on video and a lot of people jump to conclusions when it comes to moisture or dust particles and so forth no i got orbs or people go to cemetery and there's all these dust.
3: look i got thousands of
1: dust particles and there's thousands of spirits here No, it's just dust and water particles, cause it's mist, right? I always,
4: I'm always skeptical about graveyards because, like, as far as being a medium goes, one of the most peaceful places in the whole that I could go to right now is be a graveyard. Graveyards are like less haunted than most places. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't and you don't really call people up. You can if you go to their grave and you like you say their name and you start talking to them. You can call people up that way. So if you start walking through a graveyard, just reading the names out on the you know the tombstones, you can call people up that way.
1: But. There you this go, one. ladies and gentlemen. Go to a graveyard and start reading out names. Take a take. <laughs> 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 I don't can do it. Look at Chris. No, I am not <laughs> doing that.
4: <laughs> I, I'll go with you guys. I'll hold your hand. You'll be okay. got you.
1: That's crazy. Seeker, there's a lot of granite in that park. There must be some folks going missing. You know, there, that's another thing that a lot of people, and David plottie hits on it pretty hard about people going missing in parks. Um There was a, a, a real famous song geek about four or five months ago I interviewed, and uh, she's very, very famous, very accurate, and I asked her a question, and I asked her, I said, can I ask you one question that I, I really want to know the answer to? And I was like, what is happening in all these parks with people going missing? And she said, "Okay, well, let me uh, let me find out. And what do you call it, Tanya, when they doodle? with that oh I, you know, I I don't
4: I don't I can I don't I don't know what
1: they call. it. I, hate to, but I always put her on the spot. She never knows. I'm sorry.
4: I don't know. Like I know what you're talking about, but I, but, I don't know. She has to
1: doodle. She was doodling, and she was like, um, "I'm seeing mass graves," and she starts, you know. Uh, people going off the trail, they're not being found. And you know, we know that there are serial killers out there uh that are not known. We know that for a fact, and that that's a national but serial system.
4: killers. I mean, they've got better things to do than to sit in the forest and wait on somebody. Like a serial killer, he's gonna go hunt his victim and not like I don't feel like, you know. But <laughs>
2: as she would not she's not a serial killer. And she which is called automatic writing.
1: writing. Yes, thank you. Yes. And she stopped and she gave me this awful look. And she put everything down. She's like, I'm done. And I was like, huh. she's like, there's some things that is caused by man and some things that's supernatural, and let's move on, pretty much. And that's how it ended on that question. And I was like, I wanted to know so bad what she saw, right? Because there was something that she saw that scared her. So and that was interesting. So I wanted to know, but I never did. So but who knows? I mean, I don't know. Is it Bigfoot? Is it Dogman? Is it portals? Who knows?
4: That seems more like you know? the reptilian thing, you know.
1: <laughs> now, I did have a show on on somebody brought up reptilians, and I had one person message me. And had to literally leave the show because she actually saw one as a child and she had PTSD from it and she got hysterical. Mm-hmm. And she messaged me and she's like, I could not, I had, I had to leave the show because I saw one when I was a child in the store, at the grocery store. And it was wild. So, you know, where do you go? You know? I mean, so, sometimes, you know, it's
4: you know, like people who have abilities, they can see through things. They can see people's, like, real self, you know. So I believe that completely.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, we got two people here that are gifting things. You got FBI looking in Bigfoot. You got these people making fun of people. Uh, you know, I, I got made fun of because I've got a bunch of trail cams. I got the new ones that don't have the infrared that picks up 80, 90 feet motion. You know, I am I plan on to put them on each other, you know, a trail cam on a trail cam, on a trail cam, up a high with those telescopic ladders that weigh like, you know, eight or nine pounds, you know, whatnot, 10 pounds that so you can carry it on your back. It won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it won't matter.
4: That's put it, it, want, it. it won't matter where you put it. <laughs> Good luck. Don't
1: throw so, that out there. Don't waste
4: your time.
1: <laughs> tells me so. It's like you know. It's like damn. So um, I don't know. It, it's, it's it's amazing. Um, Good luck with luck, Chris.
2: Yeah,
4: they know. they know.
1: they know. Yeah, they do know. And it, it's just amazing how they can go for so long. It, I, I just don't know how they can understand and how they communicate. You know, and they and they they call the Samurai Chatter the the, the Sierra Sounds, right? Uh, have you ever heard that song in the Sierra sound? I got to play that for you after the show. Yeah, it, it's Sasquatch
2: talking to each other. Yeah, so it sounds like a bunch of Samurais jabbering. Yeah. yeah.
1: Be,
4: let me, you know.
2: Have you heard that yeah. before?
1: What have you heard? Did you got that look.
4: <laughs> as far as the pattern goes, like like yeah, um I wouldn't exactly say samurai, but like the way and, and that makes sense though because the way they talk to each other is like a like um I don't know, like a like a, like, a, like a song, like it goes up and down. Like I don't know how to I don't know how to describe
3: it. <laughs> like, that? Well, like a gibberish.
4: Yeah, and it, it does but and it and it goes like it's it, I don't know, it's it, it travels differently the way it sounds because a lot of the time they can be talking to each other from behind you and it sounds like it's all around you. Um and I don't know, maybe it's just all of them or just the way, you know, because tra- sound travels so weird in this place. is like a tree can cut off sound and make it come around the other way around here, you know, especially with all the, the limestone and stuff. So just sounds travel weird. But yeah, I've heard the chattering back and forth. I wouldn't necess- necessarily describe it as, um,
5: two
4: you know, chit-chat and back and forth or something, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to sit here and think, like, I'm, I'm trying to put it with um, because there's other things in, like, the woods and stuff, too, and, like, I don't know. I've heard them say, I've heard them say, I've heard them, I've heard them mock my friends, and I've heard I've them, heard like, you know, mock like, my mock. friends and say my name, like, you know, like, them just not necessarily trying to say my name, but them saying my name because my friends were hollering at me. You know, like I uh, took them, I took a couple of people out in the woods and I had walked ahead of them and they had stopped because I guess they had heard something. And I just kept on walking. I turned my flashlight out and just kept on walking and was like way ahead of them. And they were like hollering for me and I was going to sneak back around and just mess with them. But something was already messing with them anyway. And they were like, Sonia on yet and it got quiet and something in front of them like mocked them and said my name back to them so which was cool I was like oh who said my name I was all like <laughs> they were like freaked out but I was like oh he said my name I was like, you know and they were like yeah no that's not so cool there's something out there and I was like yeah and a lot of people unless they see it themselves they wouldn't think Bigfoot could talk so like the friend that was out there with me she thinks it's a ghost she thought it was a ghost she won't refer oh. to it as bigfoot she only will refer to it as the ghost that was making fun of her you know or mocking her or making fun of these or
1: whatever well, they can mimic a lot of things yeah. yeah they can and that's amazing because you know when when i talk to people you know they're like yeah you know i'll be out down, down in the, middle of the woods and i hear all these birds at two or three o'clock in the morning and i'm like sir those are not birds that you're yeah. listening to there. I can go out there right now
4: and be doing that. And I really need to get one of those um, where they where it amplifies the sound where I could just capture the sounds out here because I could right. get I could get all that on sound because I could just sit on my porch and get that. I mean, literally. Um, it's so funny too because whichever one like I've got one of them out there and he makes all the different bird sounds and I mean all the different bird sounds. In just one go. He'll do it without taking a breath. It'll just be like one bird, different bird, different bird, different bird. And it's all late at night. That's one of the biggest indications when you first come outside that they're there. They let you know that they're there. They'll like start whistling and stuff. I wonder and can- why
1: they do that. Yeah, does anybody know why they do that? Are they are they just like communicating to themselves or letting them know where everybody's at or <sighs>
2: Some of it is, and some of it might be them just playing around. Like I they think they're just playing case. around
4: because if I'm sitting inside, like like right now, it's really quiet. When the owls are out mating in my yard, I can hear them. You know, like of course they're loud, but like I can hear birds, you know, from in here. It's really quiet, and most of the time you don't hear those bird sounds unless. She- you're out there messing around you know it, it it's not something that just starts you know that you heard when you first came outside usually you come outside and you walk around for a few minutes and then you start to hear it
1: yeah.
2: so yeah we've had uh, uh many many instances out where we go where there's like a bar down makes very distinctive sounds um we'll get them going off in the middle of the day and <laughs> you can tell some of them aren't just right. It's almost like they're—I uh, don't know. It's either a really old beat-up owl or <laughs> something mimicking them. Um, but they'll—they'll they'll sound off, and they'll—they'll hoot, and that's a location type of thing. Because we've had them triangulate around us. Like you'll hear one over here, the next thing the next one's over here, then there's one behind you. So, what
5: well, my sis- my well, sister- Mike, Mike
2: has come up with, because uh, I've been out with him a lot, is more like they'll sound off to each other and then they'll triangulate in to a location. Right, like we well, Mike sounded sister- in by that way.
4: My sister makes animal impressions. She makes animal noises. She's even been on Jay Leno for her animal impressions. But she, <laughs> when when the owls are out here, she can go outside and she can call the owls right to the house. Like last year, she called so many owls in first off, the mushroom rings in my yard were, I've never seen mushrooms in my yard like that before, uh, and the noise, like, you know, barn yeah. owls, and then we have, like, the street owls, or whatever, uh, they made it different times of the year, and it's its, it's crazy, like, she would call one group of owls in, and they would all be out here making god-awful noise, and the owls the owl sound scarier than, than most of the noises that the Sasquatch makes, you know? Like, if you ever heard Alan dating? It's not, it's not pleasant,
2: yeah, a little, a
4: little bit creepy at times. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's awful
1: now, Sonia. On yours, does yours do does a whooping sound like we hear on TV? The whoops,
4: yeah, you know, um, it's, it's weird because uh, the first years that they were out here, um, my sister used to holler for them, and she makes this god awful, like you know, holler. And that first year that like, when I was eight, I saw one, but this is when I was 12 and this is, since I was 12, since this happened, uh, like, there's no other way that I, well, I knew Bigfoot was out there for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like I knew then from that, that moment on, but for that summer, that first summer, when we really started to notice that they were there, one of them would stand out in the woods out here in the same spot that they stand out now, you know? So I'm, I'm guessing it was a family. Um, You know, um, and we hadn't really been properly introduced, you know, so But it would make, it would stand out here and scream And it sounded like, if you've ever heard, like, what a dying jackrabbit sounds like And a howler monkey, if you put those two sounds together, that's what it sounded like I can't make that sound, I I can't, like I can't mimic that sound, but that's what it sounded like And it sat out there all summer long, that first summer And screamed, and screamed, and screamed, and after seeing like the Boggy Creek monster, I thought, you know, oh my god, maybe they thought my sister was one of those creatures and we had it in here her trap. You know, if you, and if you ever see my sister, she looks a bit big foot big footish. <laughs> don't tell her that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but she, uh, yeah, but she makes all those crazy noises, you know, and she just does it all the time. So I really think that they thought we had had her trapped, or it was here like the Maybe it's was here to help her or maybe it was just that she called it in. I don't know, but um, me and my dad, the first time we heard it, we went after it and we couldn't, it walked around us on two legs, which you could always tell because, you know, we've been hunting since we were little. Like anything that walks in the woods on two legs is very, very distinguished. It, 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 there's, you know, four legs, even can tell two legs is very different. Um, yeah. The same walk around us and... No matter how close it sounded like it was to us, it, it it continued to scream like basically in our faces and walk around us, you know. And my dad was never really scared of much of anything, and not that he was really even scared then, but he was just, you know, it. He spent so much time in the woods, he had never heard anything like this before, and he had always believed in Bigfoot. He had always had these, you know, he'd always he'd seen a couple things that he was so unsure of when he was younger, you know, and. uh but, like I said, he was walking around us and it just, you couldn't catch it. But it would, it would sound like it was right beside us and making noises and and screaming like, like I said, like a howler monkey and a dying jackrabbit, if you can make those two sounds. And all the Bigfoot shows that I've ever watched, I've still never heard one make that exact sound. Not, I've heard some close, but not like, not like this. I don't know. And my cousins and my sister and I had, we had family members staying up here during that summer. And, I mean, everybody, like we had friends, we'd we'd have parties, summer parties, and we'd have like a bunch of friends would come up and they would camp. You know, back in the day, people used to camp or they would have vacation for two weeks or whatever, you know, everybody's family did. So for like two weeks, they would stay up here and party and, and camp out and they would get activity all the time and they would go after it and never could catch it. And so that's just something, you know, that you would hear a lot of weird stuff and a lot of hooping and hollering, but not... But but nothing now, nothing like they don't do that now at all. Like you you'll hear noises like that, but they don't holler like they like that like they did that that time that year.
1: What about tree knocks and rock flax? Okay. Okay.
4: yeah, I, like you could go out right now and take a couple of rocks and go outside and sit, and they would answer you back for sure. That's a, that's a daily thing. We like I keep two rocks on my front porch just for that because. This is why I had these two rocks, like where the Bigfoot sit the day after I had, um, I had went to those spots and started noticing, like I told you, like you stand in one spot and you look over and you can see the next spot where they sit. I had, I'd went to all those spots that day. The next day I went back because I'd left them, I'd left them a present. And the next day I went back and they left me two rocks and when you hit these two rocks together they sound different than the other rocks i'd been using these other rocks but they'd left these two rocks there on the log where i'd left the food and snacks and stuff so i was like all right they wanted me to have them and when you hit them together they sound different than the other rocks i, I know some weird birds. <laughs> yeah i don't I forget who i'm talking to um but yeah so the rock knocks is definitely a thing um they pop and click like the yeah, you can do that and get a lot of, because um, a lot of the rock knocks and tree knocks that people, I think they hear, sometimes it's the mouth clicking that they're doing. It's not rock knock uh, tree knocks.
3: I, yeah, I've heard the rock clicks are actually done a lot of times with their mouth. hmm Really? Yeah. And I yes. can't do
4: it that loud. I can do the clicking, but I have a creek out here, and if I really want to, you know, if I'm wanting to make louder noises, because like I said, they'll mimic you, so if I click, like, they're going to do that too, but I can't hear it as well as they can. So the rock knocks kind of amplify the sound, so, but they'll kind of mimic what you do. So if you use rocks, they'll use rocks. If you click with your mouth,
1: they'll click with their mouth. What? See, I wonder, that's, that's, I don't know, that's, uh, that's, that's wild. That's, that's really wild. I mean, what is what what are they trying to tell you? I mean, are they just out there just having fun and are they just bored? You know I mean? Yeah,
4: were, I mean, a lot of I mean, you'd have to just imagine just sitting around the house all day just hanging out, you know? And you're like, "Oh, the neighbor lady's out. Let's whistle at her." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about it. And and like I do, I answer them back, you know. I let them know like I'll stand out there and holler, like I know you know uh but like I make all kinds of noises, you know, and sometimes we have stuff holler back and answer us back. My especially if it's a kid, if the kids scream outside or if they holler or something like that, they almost all the time, like 100 percent of the time, answer the children back. I know.
2: That's funny because uh, our team member, Mike, brings out his son and we go out and he's uh, I think he's about six, seven, something like that. Mm-hmm. and he'll, he'll do the hoots and he gets responses. Yeah,
4: I think kids, you know, they got that different frequency. I think you are you run at a different fre- frequency before puberty, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most people don't get as much as what Sonia and, and maybe Mike will, will experience. When you go out in the woods, you'll get a couple of hoots back sometimes. Um, to to get as many responses as you do because you build a relationship with them that makes it a lot easier to to get some you know more different things from them because they're kind of like like you said here's the neighbor lady she's that again let's play mm-hmm. so once you've got a relationship and that's you know a whole different ballgame
4: and maybe they're aggressive, and I'm just making all this up in my head, and I'd think they're nice. You never know. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, you know, don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I'm I've sure. heard that, you know, uh, a lot of reports and a lot of reports that Val gets, the one that came on the show the other night, uh, a lot of reports he gets are a lot of uh, aggression, a lot of hatred. Now, I Who who is that
3: guest, Chris? Chris. Val,
1: He's a retired state police. uh, Gumshoe. Yeah, Val Gumshoe. uh, Michigan Bigfoot. Yeah, Michigan Bigfoot. (laughs) He's got his own group. Uh, uh, We have a show. It's called uh, uh, Rattling the Cage or Shaking the Bones, Rattling Cage. Uh, It's every Sunday at uh, 6 o'clock p.m. And he's got a heck of a database. It goes back to the early 1800s, and he's got all kinds of information, police reports. uh, Any reports in Michigan is documented, uh, day, time, temperature, just like a a traffic accident report, like a police officer would take on on Sasquatch. And uh, whether it's been hit by a car, whether gunfire was involved, whether it's an abduction attempt, whether a child was almost taken, you know, out of a front yard, out of a swing, you know, those little swings that you you wind up and the yeah. child goes back and forth. I mean, it is it's just wild that and he shared it for the first time uh, on the air and he shared last night again. Uh, he was in the chat room and he got on and uh, shared it. And I, Chris, wasn't you on here with me? No, that's not the last night. So, Sonia, was you on here? It was you
4: <laughs> Yeah, uh, um for the show the other night, yeah. Last night? Yeah, time? yeah, yeah. Last yeah.
1: Time. So, but uh Val uh I, ended my, up with kid, okay. I gotta I'm hook you really. up Val. I talked to Val tonight. Mike, you and Val really need to get together. Val is uh very precise. Uh he's got a lot of good connections, he's got a lot of good reports. Uh, I mean,
4: you've got an infrastructure like I've never seen on Bigfoot reports. Going yeah. to a T,
3: yeah. I'd, I'd love to, Grizzly. Here, in here, a while back in this program, I, I got to talking to, to Sonia. I asked her two or three questions in a row, and I had to catch myself wait a minute, that, this isn't my show. This is Grizzly's oh, show. Oh, I'm not man. the interviewer here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this, I, this I said, how is how right. I need I need, I need this- to get. This is, no. <laughs> this is a free-for-all. This is a free
1: for You can ask anything. I, I <laughs> uh, you know I just mess with you. I love Sonny to death. Uh, she means the world to me. Uh, we got a little connection going, but uh, I, I use her a lot uh, for other projects, and I use her for knowledge. Uh, but it, it's just interesting because she had no idea about other people's experiences like yours, Mike, right. like other people's on the other shows. And I'm bringing her on. She's like, oh, well, I'm getting these glyphs all the time. I just thought they were just sticks and rocks. I had well, no idea. Well, that's, I
3: the the thing, had names. I that's that's the thing. Here we are, Florida, Missouri, Tennessee. Uh, were you Kentucky. Ohio? Right? Kentucky? <laughs> in, in four different four different areas. And, and I shared with... Um, Barb Hartman here a few weeks ago of a glyph that I found that was unusual in my area and she says that was the same, very similar to one that Barb Shoup shared with her. I think we put those up in the show last week. Yeah, that was last week. And it was like, boy, very similar, you know, 1,500, 2,000 miles away, you know, from each other. And, And and uh, very similar type behavior. So that, that's, that's that's crazy. So It is. And, you know, it, that shows me how, how
1: intelligent they are. Yeah. You know, and my thing is, is where in the evolution chain did they separate from humans? Okay. Now, a lot of people, you know, they can believe what they want. They A lot of people say they're Nephilims. Okay. If that's what you want to believe in, that's fine. Hey, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, they are giants, uh, whatever you want to call them. Even uh, the giants
4: of the earth are bigger than they are.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, the Native Americans, Sonia has Native American blood in her. So, you know, I mean, I don't know if that makes a difference. It, it seems like it does. It, I mean, I don't know. And and that's the thing. And, 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 and Chris and I talked about this before. I, I love when people go, I'm an expert on Bigfoot and Sasquatch. I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. You know, everything. No, there is no, there is no expert, you know, nobody knows everything. That's why we try to collaborate together because, you know, everything that we share is knowledge and knowledge is power and power is knowledge. You know, we don't understand, you know, like the orbs and Bigfoot, you know, how is that how does that correlate together? Is there, are they, are they, you know, integrated together?
4: Yeah, and like they said, some people believe like they see the lights in the sky
1: Yeah,
4: when they see Bigfoot. But I'm going to tell you something. I see the lights in the sky when Bigfoot's not even around. Right. Like the lights in the sky are here a lot. You know what I mean? And maybe it's just if you're in an area where you're hunting Bigfoot you're probably in a place where there's not a lot of light pollution and you just never noticed that there were things floating above you in the city in and in, in the night sky. And then that's that's what that is a lot well, of the time. That's
3: a, that's, a perfect, that's a perfect illustration because when it we is. go up, I live in the city. I mean, granted, it's a city of 40,000 people, but I live in the city. And But when we go up 15 miles to the north uh, into the conservation area and sit underneath the sky, you see everything up there. You know right. mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I have seen uh, what I would call a UFO on a couple of occasions because like we we couldn't there was we couldn't identify what we were you know the thing was going this way that way you know different speeds and like that, that's I've no felt, flying object that we know of.
4: And I've had people Ooh. tell me, "Well, that's just a satellite." I'm like, "So that satellite stopped, changed course, yeah. and we no. mm-hmm, yeah. and took yeah. off." Yeah. What exactly. satellite on which planet did yeah. you come from with that satellite? got exactly. like, yeah, we don't. Not to say we don't have that technology, because you know we're—they only—you know—we're a million miles ahead in technology, but we're only given you know a million miles before the technology. So right. we don't even right. know what we. We, we
3: don't. Yeah, you're, we don't. you're exactly right on that. But yeah, um, yeah you know, some, say, But
4: we—I'm pretty sure that's not us. I'm about ninety-nine point nine 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 percent positive that
1: that's. Yeah, but because I see them all the time could not take that kind of g-force there's no way
4: and nothing nothing that we even if we had stuff that could you know move like that you know i'm i don't know like i just there's just they and and the thing about those lights a lot of the time they know when you're looking at them like you can just you just know when they know you know they're looking that you're looking at them because like they a lot of the time like you can be like hey look at that and it will literally just like flow to a dim and stop and then change course. I have the lights do that all the time, but I've seen those lights since I was a kid. But again, I'm out there in the dark, wandering around looking for Bigfoot. So, of course.
2: <laughs> have you I've guys seen, ever seen, seen, uh, have you seen, seen Skinwalker Ranch, the show? yes
4: I yeah i yeah. I would I'm not gonna lie I send me to the mountains i I'll walk around there I, there's not too much crazy. that would
2: scare me but yeah they get all those UAPs and all those lights in the sky and it it's just it's all kind of just
4: and they've really got some really weird reports about stuff that people have said they've seen up there, but it's I guess it's no different than here I mean yeah,
5: again because if
2: you ever watch that it's a, it's pretty crazy, but it's it's one of them it's on Netflix. Yeah, UFO areas. That's, that's Or who? Kinds of, maybe uh, portals, maybe all kinds of different things. It's, it's, but, it's and amazing. that's
4: another reason why to believe in the portals, because these other people are having these experiences just like that. And, and I mean, you'd have to describe what a portal is and what kind of portal. I'm not saying that it's like, you know. Like, you know, some alien being with a yeah. portal gun and he just like portaled himself into another portal. But maybe it is. Or maybe they just know how to use the energy different. Like, that's all it is. I mean, that's.
2: Yeah, they got actually reports on that ranch from the, back in the history of all well, the families being able to see through a portal and seeing on the other side. So, I mean, it's just crazy what, what what's out there that we just don't know. You know? It
1: is. Yeah. It really is. And and I tell you what, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, it, it, time is flying by once again. Uh, I appreciate everybody coming on. Next week, uh, we'll start back up again. Uh, we'll have the same crew on.
5: Uh, I know, if have very-
1: stories, you know, bring them on. We want to hear about them. Uh, we'll go through. I'll bring up some new stories. Uh, the FBI, I have no idea why they were so interested in that story. Uh, There's got to be more to what it is. But, you know, uh, it is uh, embarrassing that people come forward and and they get mocked at. That's why they don't come forward. Uh, But if if you got information or you want to tell your story, we can bring you on, on the air. You don't have to show your face. You don't have to say where you're at. You don't have to even use your real name. It gives you the option before you come on to the studio. Uh, we want to hear, you know, we want to hear what you've seen uh, because there's so many answers or questions that we don't even have answers for. More more questions than answers right now. Isn't that the truth, Mike Scott? <laughs> I mean, and, you that know, down there in Florida thinking, man, you know, look at Mike Scott, look at Sonia. How do you think I feel? I'm out in the middle of the woods in the sticker bush getting filmed, you know, don't know which way I'm going, you know, and I. And they made fun of me that day because I ended up in the ditch. But that's all right. But, uh, you know, trying to find answers, too. But it's amazing. But, ladies and gentlemen, from coast to coast and around the world, Grizzly on the hunt with news and everything. We greatly appreciate it. Everybody have a good night. And God bless. All
5: right, Chris. Bye. So bye. Bye, bye, bye. grizzly.
1: We'll,
3: we'll see you guys.
0: It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Action. It's a grizzly.
3: Oh, ship! Should we run? <laughs> no.
0: Action. It's a grizzly. Oh sh- sure, Should run? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a grizzly.
3: Are you sure it's not Jim Monk? <laughs>
5: That's ah, I got here
0: It's a grizzly. huh Maybe it is a chipmunk It's a grizzly.
3: Oh, uh, f- are we going to die? I
0: don't know. We're just going to sit here and listen and watch.
3: Let's get out of here, maybe. Fall! <laughs> oh! <laughs>